Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women, the creator of the Jumpstart course and the Women in Japan Mastermind. So even though I'm in Sweden, the Women in Japan Mastermind is still going strong and I had a wonderful meeting with our members yesterday and that was my lunchtime in their evening. So that worked out quite well, actually. So um, the mastermind is continuing until February, end of February at this point. At, and by then I will have decided what's happening next, if we will continue or open it up to more people or what's happening. So if that interests you, and even if you're not in Japan, but you are able to join us at that time, keep your eyes and ears open for uh, what might be happening with that in February. So anyway, how are things going here in Sweden? We are into week three here, I think it is. We've been here for nearly three weeks now. We're definitely on the Sweden time zone and we're getting used to the weather. That seems to be the topic of conversation with everyone here. Um, when you say, oh, you know, do you like living in Gothenburg? They're like, we love it here, but the weather, <laughs> um, it can be very wet and they do get a lot of rain here. But coming from New Zealand, which is also quite a wet, has very wet places, um, where it rains like really heavily when it does rain. So far, I haven't been too um, worried about the rain here. It's kind of more of sort of fuzzy drizzle kind of rain generally. Yeah, so far so good. Famous last words potentially. But um, we've had some very cold weather the last couple of days over the weekend. And we've seen the sun, which has been wonderful to see the sun. But the sun's kind of, it's really low in the sky. I know it's really low in the sky in the winter anyway. But up here in this part of the world, it's really low. And it's like hitting you in the eyes. <laughs> it doesn't get very high in the sky at all during the day. So actually sunglasses are quite necessary on a sunny day. Like just because... It's so in your face, yeah. Um, and I was wondering why the bus driver's had like his windscreen shade down so low. And I was like, oh, that's why, because he can't see because of the sun like in his eyes. Yeah, so it's been, you know, minus five, minus four, a few days here already um, this winter. And this morning was minus four and the kids put on their ski wear to walk to school. So we walk uh, from our house, we walk about 10 minutes uh, to a tram stop and then we just take one of the tram one stop to their school and the walk is quite pleasant so on a on a nice day um, you know if it's not raining too much or something you know it's quite nice just a 10 minute walk and so today um, in the minus whatever it was four we walked to the tram stop and the kids were in their ski wear <laughs> and I was like yeah finally we seem to be blending in with the locals because um, I've noticed here that as kids in Sweden, they're always wearing a warm hat. They're all, they generally tend to be in, a, you know, sort of um, kind of outdoorsy wear, even if they're shopping at the local shopping mall. Yeah, they're always ready for, you know, a roll in the mud or <laughs> a puddle or whatever. They're dressed for it. Um, and my kids haven't been wearing hats. And I'm like, you guys... In Sweden, you have to wear a hat, and like the difference is noticeable when you're wearing a hat when you're not wearing a hat. And today, my kids were like, "Mommy, we're hot." <laughs> they were walking to school this morning, um, which is nice because usually they're saying, "I'm cold," um, because they haven't worn a hat or something. And 
so this morning when we tried to get out the door to go to school it took us an extra five minutes to get all this gear on and I hadn't calculated exactly how long it would take even my eight-year-old to get her own ski gear on and get her boots on and her gloves and her hat so that was a yeah rookie mistake this morning and that I learned I need an extra five minutes on cold days like this so um, yeah, we're learning and the other day we went to um, a fun park here that's called Liseberg. Um, it's, I think it's the biggest one in Sweden. It's a really big one and it's, you know, sort of comparable to Disneyland. It's got some really great rides, it's got some really scary ones and it's got some really nice ones for the kids as well and they do Christmas very well there. It's a winter wonderland and there's plenty of fake snow if there's no real snow and um, lots of little Christmas markety type things. So we went to that the other day and we, we bought um, passes to go on all the rides and things. Um, silly me, <laughs> decided I would be the person to do that with the kids and I had to go on all the rides with them. And we were there for a few hours, probably four, four hours, I think. And my feet were just like blocks of ice because it was minus one, I think. And the sun was sort of barely keeping, you know, barely doing anything to warm us up. Even though it was a nice, it was a nice day. It was sunny, which was wonderful. Um, yeah, I was like, oh my God, my feet are so cold. And they were like that until I got home and got inside and... Um, I thought I might have frostbite or something. They were so cold. So um, I put a thing out on Instagram and I was like, how, you know, come on you guys, what's the warmest kind of boots I can get? And thankfully some uh, some of my <laughs> followers and people who um, I talked to on Instagram helped me out and said, oh, you need to get some Sorel boots. Those are the ones that have got me through the winter here. So thank you so much for those um for those recommendations because you know and I thought oh you know I'll be all right I grew up in Fiordland in New Zealand which is you know a very sort of chilly part of New Zealand and I grew up uh, skiing and going on the mountain and things but your average New Zealand person does not deal with the kind of temperatures that they have here in Sweden um, for any length of time you know it might be on a ski field sure but in your daily life when you're walking around the streets and things um, you don't deal with those kind of cold temperatures um so it's been a learning curve for me as well so that's been really good to um get, knock out some of the kinks there and learn how to be comfortable at this time of year because that's what it's all about is just rugging up really well and going out and enjoying the weather whatever it is and that's how people get through the darkness because it gets dark so early here i may have mentioned this last time but at, you know, at 4.30 it's pitch black and the kids are like, do we have to go to bed now? And I'm like, no, it's only 4.30. <laughs> and it really is quite confusing to the to the mind, yeah. Yesterday we were out till 5.30 and it just felt like it was 10 o'clock at night, but it was, you know, we hadn't even had dinner yet. Anyway, getting used to the darkness. Not that much longer and we'll be turning around where we'll have reached the winter solstice and, solstice and the nights will be getting shorter and things, so that will be good once we hit the 15th of, or something of December, I think it is. So yes, kids have started school. That's going well so far. The kids are enjoying their classes, like their teachers. They have a lovely school, um, lots of lovely classmates. I've met lots of really nice um, people, parents and things, teachers. So I'm looking forward to uh, being an active part of the school as we go 
forward here and yeah that's our yeah settling in is going well so far in that respect so today I wanted to um, just say briefly that uh, this will be the last episode this year so we're coming into December and I know that people start to get crazy busy with Christmas New Year going away all of that stuff and I do a little bit too um, so I think I also did this last year and I do it over summer as well. I just take a break from the podcast and that gives me a chance to, um, you know, find more things to talk about with you after the new year break when people are sort of back, um, and their focus is back on, on themselves and on improving themselves. And yeah, it's just, yeah, it gives me a break and it makes me look forward to podcasting again after the holidays. So I just wanted to mention that. And so don't be too disappointed if there's no episode next week, if that's something you look forward to. Um, there will be more coming in the new year, that's for sure. Um, I'm looking forward to interviewing even perhaps some of the people that I've met here in Sweden. If I've met some amazing, interesting women here as well who are doing very cool things too. So end of the year, are you looking forward to it or are you dreading it? Well, I have to say... I'm not sure <laughs> because um, we have two weeks of winter holidays and yeah I'm not really sure how we're going to spend it this year and given that we don't have all our stuff like we don't have our furniture and we don't have our beds and all the kids toys and you know we're sort of existing with the minimum kind of amount of stuff at the moment um, I'm not too sure how we're going to spend it but I think we'll be um, doing our best to get out and explore our city some more that, that places that we haven't potentially been yet there's plenty of things to do like that um, and hopefully we will have made some good friends to play with and things over the winter holiday as well so um yeah are you looking forward to the end of the year or not and why might that be if you're not yeah what is it that you might not be looking forward to are you is there something you're dreading is it Christmas is it New Year um you don't like doing a certain thing so um something I'm working on with my mastermind members is um you know well not my mastermind members sorry my um uh, sparkle community members so they are uh doing just a little bit each month to improve their improve the way they live to be to create something and a happier way of life than what they were living before and this month we're talking about the end of the year and how we can have a really um you know an end of the year that suits you so if you look through all of the things that you're doing to um you know potentially make other people happy <laughs> at this time of year um are those things actually useful do do the people you're doing it for appreciate them or even want them? Um, are you, have you sort of thought about your family traditions for this time of the year? Um, do they still suit your family? You know, um, as we get older, as our family dynamics change, is it still useful to do that? Is it, does it still enjoyable for people to do that? So I really encourage you to just look over everything that you do at this time of the year um, whether it be present giving, like, you know, this is a big thing that's come sort of comes up every year about not giving presents. Is it time to stop giving presents to certain people? Um, is, it, is it time to just communicate that, you know, we're not doing presents? That's something that our family 
you know, we don't buy any presents for anyone except for our kids. And we try to keep that to a minimum because otherwise it just gets out of control. Um, so I don't buy any other Christmas presents. And that is a huge relief to me every year that I'm not trying to find and send something across the, the world to my family or buy something online in New Zealand and send it to them that they maybe don't want or they already have. I wouldn't know because they haven't been there for a while. Um, that sort of thing. Um, presents there, that's one topic you could think about. Another topic might be what do you eat for Christmas and New Year, like for your celebrations? Is is that does that still work for you? Um, would you would everybody actually prefer to have something else? So um, for our family Christmas in Japan, we always just ordered a huge tray of the best sushi that we can get, and everybody's really happy with that. Like that was perfect, and I was happy with that too because. Um, it was easy and enjoyable and everybody was happy and I'm like well who's Christmas for it's not really for me it's for the kids so if they want to eat sushi for Christmas we're having sushi for Christmas and a few years before they were old enough to say we want sushi I tried you know doing the whole Christmas dinner with the roast this and that and nobody really appreciated it or really cared so I sort of gave up that idea of um yeah, doing things that I think other people would like and actually just doing what they actually want. <laughs> Even if it seems inappropriate. Like, sushi at Christmas to the, your average person from New Zealand seems wrong. Um, but in Japan, you know, hey, people eat Kentucky Fried Chicken for Christmas. So <laughs> anything goes, really. So, yeah, why not um, ask your family? Would they like to change any of the um, Christmas traditions or New Year's traditions? Also, um, you know, talking about Japan again, but the New Year food, um, Osechi Ryori, it's called, I really don't enjoy it. Nobody in my family does. My husband doesn't even like it himself. So um, we don't make Osechi, you know, we just have whatever we want to have that's something special. Um, maybe we don't normally make something like skiaki or, um, you know, really nice yakiniku or something, whatever people feel like at that time, that becomes our gochiso, which is uh, Japanese for special meal, yeah, slap up meal, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah, so don't, don't feel like you have to keep doing the, the things that you've always done, why not make this year a year where you choose one new thing to try, or one new way to do something, and in, include your family in it, and see how that goes, also Christmas parties, end of year parties in Japan, um, you know, there's loads of them that you could go to if you went to all of them. Do you need to go to them all? Is that really a great way to spend your time? What are the most important ones that you'd like to go to? Is there a Christmas party missing, perhaps? Maybe you'd like to have um, a get-together with a certain group of people that there is no precedent for this, so <laughs> you could start something. Or maybe you change how you do it, you know, instead of sitting around and eating um, again, it could be something else, you know, maybe you go bowling or um, maybe you go for a walk in the forest or whatever, I can imagine that happening here, because um, people love getting out into the outdoors, um, maybe not so much in Japan, but, um, you know, maybe we change the, it's, just, it's not another get-together to eat more food and, and things, and maybe it's a different kind of get-together, and that could be interesting too, to figure out a way to make that work with um, friends and family. So I really encourage you to look over your calendar for December and look at all the things that you, you make yourself do, you put yourself through and you wonder, why am I doing this? 
yeah <laughs> let's just give it a reset maybe and you know and if you are feeling like no I must do this you know this is our family tradition and people are expecting me to do this then I would also say why don't we just go and check that that's actually true and um, because a lot of the time we are still working on assumption assumption that that we must have a real Christmas tree and I must go out and um, do this or that you know or we must go to this carol singing session or whatever it is that you do in your part of the world for Christmas and New Year do check on do check in on your assumptions yeah and make it a Christmas that's enjoyable for you because um, you know we especially women and with families tend to um, not enjoy this time of the year so much right because we're so busy with all this other stuff on top of what we're already doing yeah so um, yeah make it make it fun for you too where's your fun happening this this uh, in the next month or so Okay, so that is all I have for you today. Very short episode. I hope you are well and that you have a lovely Christmas and New Year, however you spend it. And I'm looking forward to talking to you all next year and having some great interviews lined up with women who are living their life in their part of the world, their way, the way they want to. And um, yeah, wherever that may be. <laughs> okay. Take care and see you all next year. Bye-bye.